Well, here we are. It is time, Simba. If you understand that reference, you might be about the age where we should be working together. It's possible. But it is now one of three times a year that I'm accepting clients for my freedom framework, overcoming food sensitivities and increasing energy without unnecessary restriction. My goal for my one-on-one clients is to take them through frameworks and explore tools for achieving 50, 80, 90% of their goals in just a few months and show them how to continue to heal on their own so they don't need me anymore. Honestly, I think we're doing great one-on-one work here, helping women that would otherwise be falling through the cracks, thinking that they're just aging, that they're just moms, that they just, and it may be true that they just have stress when really those stress hormones and their other core systems just really need some serious support and some serious love to serve them for years to come without symptoms. So if you'd like to clear inflammation, eczema, food sensitivities, or improve energy and brain clarity, I'd love to chat with you. You can book a call with me at kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, and that link will be in the show notes. Stress starts in the energy field. Then it affects your physical body. And so does pain. So the pain that you have, like in your shoulder, even if it's an injury, there's still emotions that are trapped there. And we've got to release those. At the same time, we work on the physical structural body. Stress is the inflammation that robs us of life, energy, and happiness. Our typical solutions for gut health and hormone balance have let a lot of us down. We're over-medicated and underserved. At The Less Stressed Life, we're a community of health-savvy women exploring solutions outside of our traditional Western medicine toolbox and training to raise the bar and change our stories. Each week, our hope is that you leave our sessions inspired to learn, grow, and share these stories to raise the bar in your life and home. All right, today on The Less Stressed Life, we have Dr. Louise Swartzwalter. For over 20 years, she's been helping transform lives individually and in groups using a multidimensional approach, including naturopathy, biofeedback, trauma release work, NLP, life coaching, and energy work. She's the owner and founder of the Brain Soul Success Academy and the creator of the Brain System, which is a five-step transformational program serving clients worldwide, which we're going to talk about today. She is passionate about connecting and clearing blocks to success and helping others achieve optimal health and highest potential using a combination of tools. She's helped people move from anxiety to calm in one session. And I have to add this last piece. One client told her that one session felt like 16 years of therapy, while another said she saved my life. So I love comments like this. One of my top three core values is efficiency. And all I hear when someone says one session felt like 16 years of therapy is that sounds very efficient. Very nice. Excellent work, <laughs> Dr. Swartzwalter. So welcome. Welcome to the show today. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Krista. Yeah, you've collected quite a collection of tools, right? Mm-hmm. So you were trained as a naturopath. I'd like to just hear about some of this story because we're such an interesting, first, it connects us to you. And second, that's really all we are is just a collection of stories. But I am genuinely curious about people. And I'm curious how you added these tools and how everything kind of came to be that you started doing more. I don't want to say spiritual work, mm-hmm. but brain work, right? brain, Mm -hmm. mind, brain chemistry work, which we'll kind of try to make that more tangible shortly. But how did that come together? Because 
I mean, in, you're in New Mexico, I I'm think. I'm in New Mexico. Yeah, I was yeah. born and raised in Chicago, though. And I got really sick after my son was born. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was hormone imbalance back then, but no one picked it up. Mm-hmm. And he ended up on this path of, you know, first seeing all the medical doctors that couldn't help me with a lot of, they didn't even have the right diagnosis. It was, hey, you have fibromyalgia, you have chronic fatigue, you have lupus, you have beginning MS, you've got this going on. Mm-hmm. And so I had to really get healthy for my kids. So my biggest why at that time was I just really wanted to be a mom to my kids. Mm-hmm. And I was sick. I mean, I was on oxygen for three years. I had no front teeth. I was 89 pounds. I was dying. And so, you know, when you hit the bottom like that, there's nowhere to look but up. And I remember even at that time, picking up the Bible and going, maybe this isn't a psychology book. I should read it. (laughs) Maybe I need to, to get closer to God. Maybe this is the message at this time. You know, so that led me on a spiritual journey as well as a health journey. And I tried everything. I did everything from chiropractic to acupuncture to everything. So my own healing journey was really what spurred me into becoming a naturopath. Hmm. But I've always done the brain because I was a special education teacher and a dyslexic therapist. And I was very interested in why those kids couldn't read, write, and spell and what the difference was Hmm. between them from one day to the next. And I found out that they had a lot of food sensitivities and allergies just like myself. And so that got me curious. And I had my own brain didn't work. That's how I became the brain expert. My phone number was written in my wallet at that time. I was really sick. I couldn't remember anything. And I was in my 30s. And so I was like, gosh, you know, I got to get my brain power back. I got to get my health back. So I tried everything. And it took me a very long time. And just like everyone, you start with a physical body. So just like what you do, Krista, you know, and then they didn't have functional medicine doctors. I saw an osteopathic doctor who figured out my vitamins and supplements, mm-hmm. you know, so, hey, you need to take this, you need to, you know, treat this allergy, you need to do this. And so I did all that. And yet I still didn't feel good. I was like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm being really diligent. I'm disciplined with all this. And so I call that the body piece. We take care of our bodies all the lifestyle changes, the good food, the organic food, the juicing, the wheatgrass, the whole deal. And I still didn't feel like myself. So it led me on my journey of really looking at, hey, maybe I need to work with my emotions. Maybe it's spiritual. So now, you know, years later, so that's how I became a naturopath in the first place. I kind of said to myself, it's funny. I was like, you know, I think I have all this knowledge. Now I just need the paper on the wall. (laughs) That sounds like a long journey. Yeah. Didn't that take a while? (laughs) You know? And And your brain wasn't working. And my brain wasn't working. So when I... How do you even do that? (laughs) You know? And so I started getting my brain power back slowly. And actually neurobiofeedback, when I found that, I was in naturopathic school at the same time. That helped me a lot. So I was one of the very first frequency medicine doctors. Like I started this, you know, 25 years ago. And today I have five different neurobiofeedback type programs Mm -hmm. and I use them all interchangeably. It's funny because my friends will sell them all and only keep the last one. Mm -hmm. I got like 12 computers (laughs) on my house, you know, I just, because I can use them for different things for different people. Mm -hmm. But really the brain system came to be because I wanted to do body, mind, spirit, and I started learning energy work. So Mm -hmm. I combined it all. Well, let's give a quick definition to the thing that helped you a lot at that time, which is neurobiofeedback. Will you describe that Mm -hmm. to us? Yeah. So neurobiofeedback, the type that I use is more like bioresonance, which just means that what it's doing is it's reading your electrical body and looking at 
where you're out of balance physically and mentally and spiritually. So we can actually put you in balance with frequency. Think of it as similar to sound frequency or sound healing. Some of it is sound, but some of it is actually a vibration or a frequency. And so are you familiar with Rife, Royal Rife? Mm -hmm. I am. Not that everyone else is. I don't talk about it here. Okay. Well, Royal Rife, what he did is he he created programs where he had frequencies that would actually zap pathogens. Mm -hmm. So certain kinds of cancers he was working with in, in the 1950s. The kind of programs that I have is like a Rife system on steroids. It does way more than just sound therapy and frequency. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've been using for 20 years. And so much so that even when I first started, I'd started my business with my dyslexic ADHD kids and their families. And when I learned that I could work with groups, I got them all in a room and I said, hey guys, I can work on you at the same time. Every Wednesday night, I'm going to send you frequency all long distance. Mm. I know. So you're going, how can you do that long distance, right? You think, hey, someone needs to come to your office and you need to hook them up with wires and everything to this neurobiofeedback program. Well, we did that too. But there is a way to send frequency long distance, much like you can send a prayer. And the example I use is like sending a text message, Hmm. right? How do those words end up on your phone and not your sisters, your brothers, your partners, your mothers? Why does it only end up on your phone? Think about how many phones there are on the planet. They say we have more cell phones on the planet or more brain connections in your brain than there are cell phones on the planet. Mm, Interesting analogy. I know. So this is a long time ago. People think you were crazy? Oh, yeah. I didn't care. (laughs) Not that I was crazy, but actually I did. It was really cool. I'm in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of curanderas here and a lot of Native American healers. And so there's an open-mindedness here. And so I was able to build a very successful, you know, center, Albuquerque Natural Health Center, which I just sold and moved home because my business online is growing. And now I work with entrepreneurs and help them change their brains, change their life and up-level their businesses. Mm-hmm. So going back to the Rife system on steroids, I think you said you built your own neurobiofeedback programs. That's a thing you could do, huh? Yeah, I did. I added my own. I used a certain platform and then I added my own, what we call trays, or I had my own information to it. So all the brain work that I've been doing over the years. So I have a tray of all the brain nutrition of the neurotransmitters, of the brain connections, you know, different parts of the brain. So I can actually work on the brain, your body, your spirit, intentions or affirmations all at the same time. So I am doing sort of physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. And then I created this energy work and was exposed to this energy work in the field. And what I found, Krista, is pain and stress And I know this is all about stress. This is what you're doing here on your podcast. Stress starts in the energy field. Mm -hmm. Then it affects your physical body. And so does pain. So the pain that you have, like in your shoulder, even if it's an injury, there are still emotions that are trapped there. And we've got to release those. At the same time, we work on the physical structural body. I love the concept or conversation of emotions trapped in the body. Mm -hmm. It's It gets lightly talked about, but it's actually, I haven't found great people to talk to me about it. Can we talk about that for a moment? Mm -hmm. It could be different for everyone, but in Chinese medicine, it's like Mm -hmm. anger is trapped in the liver. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you feel 
I think what you're doing is a little more specific, a little different. Do you feel, or do you have anything to say about like certain emotions being trapped in certain parts of the body? Usually, yeah, typically. Yeah. You know what? In Chinese medicine, that's true. However, you can have a trapped emotion of anger anywhere. It doesn't have to be the liver. Mm-hmm. It can be in the cingulate gyrus of the brain. It can be in cervical five. It can be in your stomach. Mm-hmm. You know, so we get trapped emotion in your physical body, but they start in the field. Mm-hmm. So what I figured out is we have to clear what I call the spaces in the brain. So your brain is a physical organ, but it's also spiritual. And so if you think about a picture of a brain, like in an anatomy book, there's spaces is in that brain. And those spaces is where you actually get those motions and those traumas stuck. And the person that did the research on this, Dr. Hamer is a German doctor. Hmm. He is called Hamer New Medicine. And what he discovered was that trauma actually creates a lesion, or I call it like a little cellular memory bump in your brain. And he took pictures. He did spec scans. And he found that certain kinds of traumas were connected to certain types of cancers or illnesses. Mm. And he put whole charts together on this. Well, I figured out energetically how to release those lesions in the brain. Mm. Well, that's kind of a big deal here. This is not like small potatoes. It's really big. This was a lot of practice, Louise. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I, it's just, you know, when I, well, I'm older, (laughs) I've been around a while, you guys, and I mean, it was a journey and I know we all have a journey. We all have a path. We learn from it. You know, oftentimes healers really do go through some kind of health crisis or a crisis in their life to sort of awaken that intuition and awaken that energy to allow their gift to shine in the world. And I didn't know that was going to happen to me. I just was going to be a school teacher the rest of my life in Illinois with the 2.1 kids and the puppy dog and the white picket fence. Mm. And that didn't happen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Right. So much happened. Man, lots of practice to get to that point. So I want to get into the brain system. But before we get all the way in, I want to address, and maybe it just doesn't matter, but I think that I tend to, if I have people coming to me for physical things, I will struggle Mm -hmm. with helping them understand the energetics and emotions that are wrapped up into the physical body. Um, Mm -hmm. Because we tend to think, well, this is just how I am. And I don't think I'm stressed or I don't think I have this problem. So it's really, there's a lot of self-awareness that has to happen. And what would you say about that if people, you know, aren't in touch with that Mm -hmm. energetic side or they're just really not sure? I think like seeing can be believing for all of us, right? Like when we experience Mm -hmm. something, we believe in it. But Mm -hmm. before that step, what do you say about people who don't think that they have traumas or don't think that they have stresses or don't think that there's something they can do with it? That's a great question. It's a really good question. I'm actually struggling with that question because what I guess what I do is I demonstrate it, Mm. you know, because you're right. You're not going to convince somebody that they have this trauma if they don't believe they do. Yeah. However, what I can do as a medical intuitive is I go into the field and I'm like, hey, this happened at age six with your dad and here's the situation and here's the words about it. And then they look at me like, how did you know that? (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know, and so I'm helping them see that it's possible that that could be the connection between why they still have, you know, these viruses in their body that they've never gotten rid of, or they still have Lyme disease or whatever's going on. And it's connected often to a trauma mm-hmm. because so we have to release things multidimensionally to work. And the reason why I figured this out, honestly, is because when I was a special ed teacher, and I became a dyslexic therapist, we did what you read, write, hear, 
feel and see at the same time to change those kids' brains. Mm-hmm. So it was called a multi-sensory program. And I remember skywriting in the year, B, bat, B, T, table, T, A, apple, A, and then putting it together, B, at. So if you can't see what I'm doing, I'm kind of writing in cursive in the air, mm-hmm. right? And so it's, you get to see it, you get to say it so you're hearing the sounds, you know, you get to feel it because it's a feeling thing. We would also write in sand. And in six months, those kids would jump two grade levels in reading. Hmm. Now, I was trained as a teacher, a special ed teacher. I'd done that for years. And when I started learning that program, I went, wow, how come I didn't know this before? And then this light bulb went off on my own healing journey because my brain didn't work. And I was always interested in these kids' brains. And I went, oh, we're not doing a multi-sensory dimensional approach in healing and health. And yet to change the brain, the way we did it with the kids was a multi-sensory program. Why can't we do that in health and healing? Yeah, that's a good epiphany. And that's why the brain system came to be. I was like, okay, I get the body piece. We're all doing that, you know, eat healthy, exercise, all that good stuff. We need to add the other pieces. Mm-hmm. And so that's how it became. It's just an acronym that actually stands for. So the B is the body piece. Mm-hmm. That's everything you do and all the functional medicine doctors do. And then R is releasing. And so it's releasing the mental chatter, the emotional baggage, and those traumas. And then A is aligning with spirit. Spirit's always a part of health and healing, whatever God means to you, whatever you believe. And then I is integrating your brain frequencies to your soul's true purpose. I'm sure you see this too, Krista. If people don't have a purpose, it's harder to get well. Mm -hmm. It's hard to actually go through life. You're always thinking that there's a gap or something's missing and it usually boils down to purpose. And it's very interesting because you just, Mm -hmm. if you can give yourself some space to observe and to think what is the common denominator, connection is one of my core values. So I like to think about common denominators as I observe things like what do all these people have in common as I see this? And so purpose comes up a lot. I love that. And I love that word connection. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite words too. I can tell we were really aligned here. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Good. Yeah. It took me a minute to arrive at that word. I thought common denominators, communication, but it's really the connection. And what is a challenge on the note of connection is that so often our connections can be quite superficial accidentally or intentionally, however we want to think about it, because of how the world can be. We're kind of in this manufactured sense of urgency all the time. And so it's hard to actually connect with people deeply. And so between purpose and connection, that's where people really feel a lot of gaps in life, actually. Like speaking of traumas and betrayal and all those things, a lot of it, a Mm -hmm. lot of that stuff can, these common themes kind of come up again and again, right? Yeah, they absolutely do. And that's, yeah, again, that's one of my favorite things too. I think of connection, consistency, and compassion Mm -hmm. as the three, you know, important ingredients in a business Mm -hmm. and growing a business. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So on I, you said integrating brain frequency with soul's true purpose. Purpose, right. So that's, we've got the B-R-A-I and then the N is the new program. And this is often missed in Mm -hmm. health and healing or anything where you're working on yourself, self-growth kind of programs. Mm-hmm. We've got to put the new program in. We can take out the old mm-hmm. and release the old patterns, mm-hmm. but we're not putting in the new program of how you want to show up now and what you want to do in your life now. Mm-hmm. So that's I, some... 
very high powered energy work that we do for the new program. When I think of this, I think about the neural programming that happens, right? Releasing the old neural pathway, kind of bulldozing the old road that says like, I'm just going to keep driving down that. If I want a new life, I'm going to bulldoze the road with that thought process. And I'm going to build this new road over here. And again, Mm -hmm. I see these same kind of, I think it's important to find similarities in different people's messages, because even Mm -hmm. if you may or may not resonate with Louise, you may or may not resonate with the person from last week's podcast, you might next week, but there are definitely when people are doing things that are helpful, I definitely think that there are these underlying common denominators and connections. And so building these new neural pathways, and maybe you're going to describe it differently, or you're going to say, oh, it's not quite that. But that's what I think of when you think of new programming. Because I think of how do I make this make sense in my brain, right? So I think about Mm -hmm. body and the body piece, like you said, the physical, I always talk about kind of a triad, and, and with the triad, there is the uh, emotional piece and there's the structural piece or the external piece and there's the internal piece. And this one takes you quite a bit deeper. I would say it's pretty much all internal, emotional, et cetera. But the body piece is that real structural external piece and also the mm-hmm. physical pieces of what you were doing with your osteopath, right? But until you released some of this baggage, which I'm sure I'm guessing part of your own journey and releasing that helped you kind of figure out and develop that this was something that you could use mm-hmm. with everyone else. Yeah, you know, it's been a journey. It really has. I mean, I just kind of picked up tools over here and over here and over here. And right. I kind of just synthesized it all, kind of making those connections that you're talking about, you know, helping people really think about that. And so I just distilled it all down and it just became this process. And really, I mean, my clients in Albuquerque Natural Health Centers, they were my practice mm-hmm. for really what I'm doing now. You know, I would learn this new energy work. I'd go in all excited and I'd be like, hey, we're going to do this today, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I would add it. And what I figured out is when I did it more multidimensionally that way, and it wasn't just straight neurobiofeedback, but I was really putting, I'm good at the body. I'm a great detective because of my own journey. Mm-hmm. So I can nail what parasite you've got. I can nail what's going on, what heavy metal you have without having to do a lot of expensive testing. Mm-hmm. It's really good at that because I had to go through that and I practiced a lot. So we can really figure out what's going on there. But more than that, I'm, we can figure out what's happening in the energy field that also got stuck in those spaces of the brain, those emotions, those traumas. There's a process I do called brain soul balancing where we're looking at that. And it's kind of a medical intuitive process and I can figure out what's happening. What surprises me is that I can do it on a whole group. Mm, that is surprising, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they'll, and they'll tell me later, they'll be like, you know, that string that you did, the one that was at age eight with mom, that was my mom. Mm. And I'll get those comments all the time. And they'll be like, I slept for the first time in years. Or, you know, that, that thing that you did the other day, you nailed it. That's exactly what I went through. You know, and again, I'm just going in the energy field and figuring it out. So a couple things. I was going to ask you this earlier. When you start as a special ed teacher and then you become a naturopath, you know, there's you have a lot of things in the toolbox, but how do you become a medical intuitive? Some people say that, like, that's a gift or I grew mm-hmm. up with this or all of these things. So how did you determine that? Because I feel like that's a, a kind of a big, usually people just identify as that, but Louise is over here with 10 different things she's got in the toolbox. Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I actually did take a class. Um, I studied Hannah Kroger's work in mm-hmm. like 2000, I think, 2003, something like that. And then they also had a medical intuitive class the following summer. So I went up there and took that class. I really believe it's about developing intuition. Mm. And again, what I didn't know is now, I mean, I teach the system now. I have a whole academy. So I teach the brain system. And when you teach 
the tools to de-stress yourself and this energy work and how to do the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and all the emotions, people who have been sick for years or on a self-growth path and want to up-level or triple their businesses, it happens because you're working on you. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know I could teach it, but most people have, everyone has an intuitive side mm-hmm. and it can be worked with and enhanced. And the way that it's enhanced really is the brain system. When you get back to 100% your soul's truth, that's when your intuitions get sharper and you can almost be that medical intuitive. And the more practice you do with that, I didn't know I could teach it, Krista, and I have people who can do what I do now. I wanted to clone myself. I'm like, how can I help more people? My goal is, you know, to change 10 million brains by 2025. So the only way to do it is to teach it. That's really interesting because usually I've had people say like, I just grew up this way or whatever. This is out of touch thing. So you said for skeptics that demonstration is your most valuable tool. And so I think there is some kind of demonstration we can do here today. I'm going to let you kind of guide however it should go or what it's going to be called, because I don't know if it's brain soul balancing or mind gemming or whatever, all these things that you kind of collated and made into your own. So I'm going to let you lead whatever demonstration you think would be valuable or helpful to help our client or our audience see. And I muscle test everything. So I use kinesiology and I muscle test and Um, If you can't see what I'm doing, I'm just like using my finger in a way where I'm, if you're familiar with kinesiology, it's where you're working with somebody and you're muscle testing, meaning you're having them put their arm out and you're gently pushing down on it and you're sort of calibrating their system to get sort of a yes and no. So it's using the muscles that are connected to the nervous system to get answers. And I got really good at muscle testing myself when I was sick. I used to have to wait for my kids to come home from school and use them as a surrogate. And then I was like, no, this isn't working anymore. I need to figure this out. So that's how I really learned it. I kind of sort of self-taught. So I will test and we'll find out what's the highest interest for your audience right now. You know, so I'm kind of using your energy field, picking up your audience and saying, what's going to benefit your audience the most in terms of demonstration? Should we do a few mind gems? Get a yes. So Mind gems is just a way of balancing the brain rings in the field, the energy field around your brain. So this is the science, actually, of the energy field of your brain. You actually have capacitor rings, almost like an atom. So here's the nucleus, and here's the rings around the atom. Mm -hmm. And so when those energetic rings are off, your brain will feel off, and you'll have an off day. And mind gems is a tool to put them back in balance. So very simply, let's just do one I call a polarity balance, is just take your right hand and put it on your left shoulder and your left hand on your right shoulder. So we're crossing in front of your your chest here. And we hold it for 12 seconds. And this balance is polarity. So think of it as balancing the yin and yang in your body, you know, the polarity. And then we switch it, meaning if my right hand is on top, I'm going to switch and put my left hand on top. And so there's 12 of these little handheld positions that balance those rings around the brain. And I tell people to, you know, do them for 21 days and you'll notice a difference. And people do. You'll be more focused. You'll sleep better. You'll be more balanced. And then the next part of, I think, what we want to do is actually demonstrate brain-soul balancing. And so how I do that is just walk down some goals with you. So I would say, okay, if you're representing your group here, Krista, what would you want to have changed or be different 
maybe around the topic of stress or whatever you see most often with your people? I would say the first step is always awareness and realization because it's so hard to change something if you don't think it affects you. That'd be the the big thing. Okay. But then sometimes it can be an issue because sometimes over-awareness becomes that neural pathway of I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm stressed, I'm stressed. And they just feel like they're in a spun cycle and out of control for it. So there's two pieces to that. It's helping you see that it's an issue, but also not letting it be an overwhelm, letting it be an opportunity that you can do something. Okay. So what would you want to say that's a positive statement about that? How do you want to feel? You want to feel a sense of calm, purpose, and in control. So I feel, so I'm just going to write this down. I feel calm, a sense of purpose and in control. So if you were feeling calm, this sense of purpose and in control, what would you be doing then you're not doing now? To create those things or after, like what would the results be? Yeah. What would the results be? If you really were feeling calm and you were feeling the sense of purpose and you're feeling in control, what would you see yourself doing that you're really not doing now? Mm, Okay. I think I would be playing with my enjoying relationships deeper, whether that's with family or children or romantic Mm -hmm. relationships. I think I would be waking up with energy and excited about whatever work I'm doing to create a change in the world. Okay. And I would feel like I have a schedule that really gives me exactly what I want through the day and in my body and in my brain, I guess, if I'm thinking about being in control. I feel like I know what to do to put myself to create these things in my life. It's out of my reach or out of my control. Okay. So I feel calm, a sense of purpose and in control. I'm enjoying relationships more deeply. I wake up with energy. I forgot what the rest of that was to do oh, all that purpose, I want to do. Yeah. To do to in, and in good purpose with what you wanted, the impact you want to make in the world. Okay. To do what I want to make the impact. Okay. To make impact. Something with your schedule. I'm in charge of a schedule to do all that I want. Yeah, I think I'm in charge. I know, or maybe a different idea would, I know how to give my body the things that it needs to feel like I can control symptoms or changes or how I want to feel. Like I have control over how to make myself feel. Okay. So I know how to give my body what I need. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you knew how to give your body what you need and you were waking up with energy to do your dream, to make that impact in the world, you're enjoying relationships more deeply, and you're feeling calm and on purpose and in control, how would all that make you feel? That's a great life, Louise. It's a beautiful life that feels very happy. I think there's just really a couple couple emotions and happy. Okay, so you feel happy and what else? Happy. And I would say feeling in awe is a really good thing to have awe in, in self. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw a box on this paper and I'm putting that you're feeling happy. You're feeling in awe. You know what your body needs, kind of a, you know, shorthand of all of these. You're enjoying your relationships more. You're calm. You're in purpose. You're on purpose. You're in control and you have that energy to do all that you want. Right. And so then I just asked, so we've got all that good stuff. So what I did is I walked that down with sort of some NLP questions. Mm. So I walked down the goal to get to sort of the nitty gritty of how you're and And there's different questions. I allow, I, I'm doing, sometimes it's a telling yourself, I'm feeling, and you get down to those feeling words. Okay. And I put all that in a box and then I'm just going to get, again, I'm going into the energy field and testing and saying, who or what is pulling you away from those goals? Mm. So then I just say, okay, well, there's at least two strings, maybe three. And I draw strings off from the paper. 
So I got a box with strings. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so we call this brain soul balancing or a soul tie box. Then I'm just muscle testing and I'm asking, what is pulling Krista away from this? Is this a male or a female? Is a female in your field? Is this a client? Is this family member? Is this your mom? Yes. Is this children? No, this is your mom. What's your mom's first name? My mom's first name is Jane. Jane. Okay. Is this with you and mom? Is this just mom? This is mom's energy in your field. Is this mom's energy in your field at a certain time in your life? Yes. Were you age zero through five, five through 10? Often things start in childhood. So this is something at age six. So is this mom's energy in your field at age six? Yes. And then I can do it with the power of the spoken word of the truth will set you free. So I just look at lists of words. And so I go, what's happening at age six? Now, do you actually remember anything at age six with mom? Not really. I mean, I have like one picture that comes to mind of me playing in a park with my friend sitting on the gravel and holding the rocks. And because I think sometimes you've been asked about your earliest memory and I don't really remember particular earliest memory. I mean, I can remember my relationship with my mother. My mother was a very busy person, just kind of always like running around and doing the things that hasn't changed. It's easy for me to see that now because I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. Okay, if I, she's if I would a busy visit. person. Okay. She's a busy lady running around and, and doing all kinds of busy work all the time, right? With lots of kids. I was five of six. You were five of six. Okay. Wow. And were you fifth of the six? I'm, I'm fifth of the six, but there's actually seven. My Infant brother died when I was seven. Okay. So she was pregnant when I was six, I guess, maybe. So she was pregnant. Okay. And died when you were seven. Okay. So does it have to do with the brother? No, it just have to do with your mom. I get your mom. So insecurity, lost, lack of control. So these are the emotions that were in the field, in your mom's field, but you were six. So when we're little kids, we pull in our parents' energy because we want them to feel better. Mm-hmm. So we often take it on and then we play it out in our lifetime. And one of the words is lack of control here, insecurity and lost. And so if that's how your mom felt, here she's pregnant with all these kids, right? No, I always think, oh my gosh, anyone who's pregnant has got a lot of emotions mm-hmm. <laughs> going on. Is there another word I need to name? A through M, M through Z, M, N, O. Is it overwhelm? It's overwhelm. So that... That insecurity, that loss, that lack of control, the needy and the overwhelm. And here's how we clear the brain and the soul. We says, was that a liar, a thief, or a fraud on your happiness and you feeling in control now? It's a thief. What did it do? It stole your hope, your comfort to have, and your clarity. So we're reclaiming hope. We're reclaiming comfort to have. And we're reclaiming clarity and trust. Is there another word I need to say? No. So we're just going to say, I destroy and uncreate any judgments, assumptions, projections, conclusions, decisions about whatever happened at age six and all the energy you may have pulled in from your mom. We release that now, let it go, allow you to be free, to feel happy, to feel in awe and calm and be in your purpose and in control and enjoy relationships and do what you want to do in the world. Good and bad, right and wrong, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And then I usually have people tap the bottom of your foot. So you just take an open hand. It doesn't matter which foot. I'm just going to hit my shoe. So we're just going to hit our foot. Awesome. Okay, there's another string here. What is it affecting? It's affecting you knowing what your body needs. And so is this a male, female, or a situation? It's a situation. Is it recent or old? It's an old situation. Is it something with you? Yes. You and family? No. You and friend? No. 
you yourself. So this is you yourself. So it's an old situation. What does that mean? Were you a kid? Were you a teenager? You were a teenager. 10 through 15, 15 to 20, 15, 16, 17, maybe 17. So you were 17. When you were 17, is this just something you alone or with someone else? Feels like you were, this is your stuff. Remember anything at 17? Well, I was a senior in high school and a weekend for my 17th birthday. I got pregnant with my daughter who's now 17, which is kind of cool. But I was a senior and I was kind of a wild child. And a lot of things could have happened there because I was a wild, kind of a wild party child at age 17. Okay. I think. Okay, so wild party child, so pregnant with daughter, 17 and 17. That must be your lucky number. Hmm. Uh, (laughs) I always thought seven was. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. You know, that's a very spiritual number, seven. Hmm. There's seven syllables between every like little stanza in the Bible. Hmm. So let's name the word truth. We want to clear this because that's probably why you're working on feeling calm and being in control, right? You were out of control back then. And so we have to clear that energy to get you back to where you want to be today. And so I get the word burden, emotional vampire, Mm. might have been some energy in your field of someone stealing your emotions. Maybe it's the father off balance. I got competitiveness, competitiveness, Mm. anguish. So it really is the power. So when you asked earlier about emotions, really what I'm doing is clearing those emotions in the spaces of the brain, but they start in the energy field. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, it allows you to come back to 100% your soul's truth. The more layers of this we do, and the more you are your truth, the more you can create what you want in the world, feel happy, be yourself, and not get affected by other people's energy. And so resentment, vulnerability, off-balance, competition, love unreceived, burdened, emotional vampire, wild child. There's a song like that we want to play for you. Um, (laughs) I know. I gave all the negative ones. I was actually a 4.0 student too, but. Yeah, no, I know. And so I know it sounds funny when we name these words. And I know when I first started doing this and I had a mentor who helped me a little bit with this and she said, and I was like, no, they're not a thief. They didn't steal anything from me. This is a nice person. No, they didn't do that. And I actually couldn't do this process. And then I started playing with it. And I realized that my family was changing. I was changing. My clients were changing. Everything was shifting at such a great level that I was, I couldn't ignore what was happening. And so although it sounds negative and I'm a very positive person, we have to sort of name the negative words and then say, what did it do and reclaim the positive? Mm -hmm. So this was all, you know, energetically just the, so the the shock and the trauma of that, because you were pregnant very young, that part of it. There's also a joy in every, and I was, I was thinking of that because you're so beautiful, Krista. I'm thinking, oh, what a joyful thing your daughter was born. You know, anytime, it doesn't matter when we have a child, but doesn't mean it isn't stressful too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's both. Yeah, it's both, you know, so it stole your freedom mm. and your strength and your comfort to be given. So we're reclaiming more freedom for you, more strength, more comfort to be given and more ease. And endurance. Is there another word? Confidence. Getting back more confidence. So good and bad, right and wrong, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And we're just going to tap the bottom of your foot. Is there another strain? Is there another person, place, situation we need to clear on your goals today? One more. Is this a male, female, or situation? It's a situation. Recent, old, old situation. 
Is this an ancestral string? Yes. Does this have go back on your mother's side or your father's side? This is dad's side of the family. How far back? One, two, three, four. This is four generations back on your dad's side of the family. I guess tell me a little bit about your dad. What do you remember about dad when you were growing up? Oh, my dad, he was what my mom called a dry drunk. He did not drink alcohol, but his dad was an alcoholic. And so, and I never knew my grandfather's an alcoholic, but I think some of those traits stay. I've heard mm-hmm. there's a word for this, that when there's something in a family, it actually goes back three generations. So another intuitive told me this and she had a word for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that is. So I don't know if that is useful, but that's the main pieces I know. I know that he grew up on a farm. He was also in the war and his war experience affected all of us in our entire childhood because he didn't communicate with us when he retired. He, um, which I turned, I graduated when he retired. So I was just out of the house. But when he retired, he started having conversations with us for the first time in my life. And all of my siblings were like, what is going on with this? So those are the things I remember about him. But he's definitely, he's got a lot of built up internal war trauma, PTSD. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And he grew up on a farm and he has a lot of resentment on like having to do a lot of work and unevenly between siblings. Okay. Awesome. So, you know, we carry those patterns Mm -hmm. and they're not yours. So what I love about this process is it really helps free people. Mm -hmm. And it's also, there's no shame, no blame. It's just energy. It just is right. And so you could be carrying, and I got nervousness and sorrow and vulnerability. So vulnerabilities come up a few times. So what we're doing is clearing these layers of vulnerability. And you said resentment. I also got wounded longing. I feel a longing in him Hmm. who is longing for it to be different or maybe longing for that retirement. So he could open up Mm -hmm. more to all of you. You know, is there another word we need to name? Is it here or here? One, two, three. Um, I got stubborn. Is there another word about your dad? Here, here, here. One, two, three, four. Demoralized. Maybe that's the war thing. Demoralized. Is that a liar, thief, or fraud? That's a fraud. I mean, this is, you know, generations back here, four generations back. When we say the word fraud, it just means it's really not your truth. So you see how when we're reclaiming here these words, we're saying we get back and stole your hope, your love, your comfort to have, your enjoyment of life, and your ease, and your protection. Is there another word I need to say about the string? No. Do I need to do a reading? No. We're just going to say, I destroy and uncreate any judgments, assumptions, projections, conclusions, decisions about the situation with your dad's side of the family four generations back. Good and bad, right, wrong, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, ambiance. And we're just going to tap the bottom of your foot. Awesome. Yay. Rockma. <laughs> clear that all the way. Yay. All the way. <laughs> it's funny because, you know, sometimes this could be, depends on how aware you are in your body. I was like, man, I feel like I got heaviness in my lower half of my body. And then you're like, tap your feet. I don't know the point of that, but I'm like, I don't know if that's intentional, but it feels like it was all going down in my gut and my feet, which might just be because I'm standing here. It might not be, probably not. Right. So I don't know why you tap the bottom of your feet, except for the energy to go out that. The energy to go out. It's just another way to kind of go, ah, I'm clearing it right out of here. Yep. Cool. All right. Do we clear all that? Yes. So we took out the trash. That's the releasing part, right? Now I want to put the new program in. This looks funny. It's energy work in the field and it's based on numbers and codes. Math is the universal language. Hmm. And so it actually is kind of like looking at acupuncture points, only it's in the field. So it's called spin points. Mm -hmm. Because we circle and we spin, 
like making a circle with certain points. Mm. And then I'm going to say numbers. And it's a way of putting the new program in. Your intentions, your goals about being able to feel calm and have that sense of purpose and in control. And so I have you say those intentions, and then I use these circles to put in the new program. So we're really looking at your energetic field in your brain as a biocomputer, mm-hmm. or the today it's called the biofield too. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of research done by Shmani Jane with this, that we do have a biofield, we have an energetic field, and working in the field helps for health, wellness, personal growth, whatever, that that's an important piece of all of this. And so now we have the research behind it. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to feel like, you know, I did 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say Shamani Jane, who is the researcher for this? She's done some research with this. It's cool. Yeah. Greg Braden's done a lot of that work too. Anita Morjani, Bruce Lipton. Mm, Yeah. There's some other of my mentors and yeah, great people. Okay. I'm going to have you say that, say, I feel calm, a sense of purpose and in control. I feel calm, a sense of purpose and in control. Okay. And then I just muscle test that and it should bring up stress because we didn't do the circles yet. We didn't integrate it. Say, I enjoy relationships more deeply. I enjoy relationships more deeply. I wake up with energy. I wake up with energy. To do what I want to do. To do what I want to do. And make a difference in the world. And make a difference in the world. Beautiful. I know how to take care of my body and what I need. I know how to take care of my body and what I need. And I feel happy and in awe. And I feel happy and in awe. Okay, so we're going to put that program in your energy field. So that's happening for you. Can we add loving? Can we add loving? That was actually a a major emotion that I also struggle with. Absolutely. So I, I feel so say I feel happy, loving, and in awe. I feel happy, loving, and in awe. Nice. Okay, so I'm going to go down your left leg, two, three, love, five, three, forgiveness, six, five, choice, nine, two, freedom, four, two, greater love. And then we're going to come down your front, four, two, say, I have positive self-worth. I have positive self-worth. Two, two, I choose to succeed. I choose to succeed. Four, four, I choose to live in joy. I choose to live in joy. And six, two, I choose to live by the higher laws. I choose to live by the higher laws. Excellent. One, four, seven. And then I'm going to have you look at my X. So I'm just holding up my hands in an X. Four, five, nine, six, nine, six, eight, six, six, eight, three to nine, 26 complete cycles, 5,859 times, two to eight, 23 complete cycles, 2,623 times, three, seven, five, three, seven, seven, four, five, eight, six, four, six, nine, four, six, seven, Releasing trauma, 10, 5, 7, 8, 2, 8, 7, 7, 5, and the shock, 1, 2, 3, place with peace, 5, 2, to 11, 37, complete cycles, 87,357 times, 2 to 8, 24, 32 times, 4, 2, 2, 2, 4, 4, 6, 2, 6, 7, 6, 7, 6, 7, 6, 7, 7, 7, 2. Awesome. I know we're doing this on a Zoom call, you guys, but could you, could you feel that, Krista? <laughs> Well, still, like if I'm feeling anything, it's probably in my lower gut and in my legs. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And I'm watching your face kind of change. So let's say that bottom one again. Say, I feel happy, loving, and in awe. I feel happy, loving, and in awe. Good. And then we're going to lock it in. So I'm going to have you put your hands above your head and clasp them together. If I was with you, I would pull them down. Okay. And then I'm going to have you cone your fingers on your right hand, like make a little wand. 
And then we're going to make a circle in front of your heart and say, two, 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 two. I choose to succeed. I choose to succeed. And then tap your belly button eight times. Right hand. Yep. Right hand. Good job. And so that locks in that process and those goals so that you can feel happy, loving, and in awe, and all these things can happen for you. I've never had an experience like this on the podcast before, (laughs) so I appreciate you going through it because maybe not everyone would do that. Was that? It was very cool. And and wait till you see, because I had you take a selfie of your face, because often we see that after picture is someone is less stressed. It released that trauma in the field from when you were six, right? 17, you know, and in an ancestral string. And so you will feel lighter. And then I often give people the mind jumps for homework mm. to lock it in. Mm-hmm. So for the next two weeks, you're going to process. Mm. So it'd be good to do those every day. And it'd only take you three minutes to do that. Okay. When you talk about the mind jumps, the way you did them with cross body movements, this reminds me of right, left, right brain connections, right? Because yes. we do yes. that. That's like Alzheimer's stuff and like trying to stimulate those right, left brain connections. So I, yes. again, I'm just looking at the connections of like, and the timeline you describe, which I feel like it always takes about two to three weeks to kind of get some movement or traction on a, a recurrent practice almost. So yes, build a new it neural does. Pathway. And on that note, mm-hmm. do you find that when you do these processes with someone one time, mm-hmm. I think the question is really how often do you do something like this with someone? Does one time change things for them? Does it just kind of depend? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't like to do it always one time. You know, I think of it as layers. Mm -hmm. So usually it's every three weeks, sometimes two weeks. It depends on what someone really needs, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and and even weekly is almost too much because we do process. So bi-weekly or every three weeks or every four weeks. Mm -hmm. And then daily, though, I encourage people to do the mind jumps every day. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing those every day for 20 years. And, you know, we're human. We do experiments on ourselves. So I know that when I stop, like at Christmas vacation, I'll be like, I'm on vacation. I'm not going to do anything, you know, and I don't feel good. I can't do that. In three days, I can feel the difference that I'm not aligned as much. I'm not as balanced. I'm not myself. And I've got to get back to my mind gems. Mm-hmm. I always have to ask this when this child, inner child stuff comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think as parents, we're like, how do we not screw up our own kids? I think I'm too late. <laughs> oh, oh, that's such a great question. I love your questions. You know what? We learn more from our mistakes than our successes. Mm, that's true. And And kids are resilient. And know that whatever is happening, they're learning too. Mm-hmm. And that that was the lesson that is exactly the right thing that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. So we make mistakes. We have to forgive ourselves. Often, I think in healing, acceptance is even more important than forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I give the example of the alcoholic. You know, if they don't accept their problem or their disease, they can't work on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we have to accept the fact that we made a mistake or whatever and just move on, allow ourselves that forgiveness. So it's acceptance and forgiveness. Mm, I like that. Acceptance is 
to me, another version of awareness, right? And I, mm-hmm. I love that. No one has ever said, I've actually asked a similar question because these are, you know, the podcast is partially self-serving, <laughs> even though it's for you guys <laughs> listening. I also get to ask the questions I like to ask. So thank you so much for allowing me to do that and continue to listen. But no one has really said we learn more from our mistakes than our successes. And has there been a truer statement? You don't remember things. You know, people always, no one wants pain. They're always like, I wish right. I had known X, Y, Z, right? I was talking to my friend who's a cancer nutritionist today. And, and so it's like, we always want the opposite of pain, right? And so we wish mm-hmm. we could go back in time and fix something. We wish we could have evacuated in Florida before our, our house. But hindsight's twenty twenty. How would you know? You know, you, you don't, don't learn, know. Right? No, you know, it's faith. I always think of this. I'm showing a pen, if you can't see this, and I'm holding it upright. Mm-hmm. And at the top of the pen is faith. And at the bottom of the pen is fear. Mm-hmm. You can't be halfway in faith and halfway in fear. You can't be halfway. You're either in faith or you're in fear. Mm. So the more you can stay in faith and trust, and the more you practice being there, the better. So you have to trust that, you know, it's not hindsight. It's what was supposed to happen. Have that faith, know, and then solve the problem and move on. Mm. Yeah. So, so much. We did so much today. <laughs> we talked <laughs> we about, did, did we? we talked about a lot of things that are hard to, hard to summarize in a short amount of time. We talked about the brain system, the body, the releasing, the aligning, the integrating and the new programming. We literally mm-hmm. went through that. We talked about how you kind of created all of these things. There's so much more we could honestly talk about, but I think if people are here, they'd like to know where they could find you online and how they could know more about this. Yeah, absolutely. So my website is louisewartzwalter.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. I've got a great Facebook group. It's for successful entrepreneurs. So successful heart-centered entrepreneurs. You can look that up on Facebook. I'm usually there at four o'clock doing a live every Wednesday. I'm also on YouTube and Instagram. And I love connection. I love to connect with people. So if this resonates with you, on my website, there is a discovery form. It's a free, you know, a little assessment. It's four questions. And then I get that in my inbox and we had, we set up a call. So I love to know people just like you. I love connections. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, it was so awesome to be here. And thank you so much for allowing us to use you as a surrogate for that process. So hopefully other people here listening can feel that as well. And it was such a gift to meet you and work with you on this today, Krista. Thank you. Sharing and reviewing this podcast is the best way to help us succeed with our mission to help integrate the best of East and West and empower you to raise the bar on your health story. Just go to reviewthispodcast.com forward slash less stressed life. That's reviewthispodcast.com forward slash less stressed life. And you'll be taken directly to a page where you can insert your review and hit post.